At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know, our trusted partner, Tyrac.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Goodyear Assurance Weather Ready. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive Simply go to TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com. That's the way tire buying should be. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. All right. All right. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show. Here's In the Bonus with Doug Gottlieb. Wow. The Doug Gottlieb Show. In the Bonus. Fox Sports Radio. Did you have a happy new year? Really? Did you? Um, I gotta tell you. New Year's Eve when you have teenagers, not fun. I mean, it's not, not, well, it, there's some good parts to it. There's some other parts to it as well. I mean, but let's, um, let's, let, let's just kind of be honest. Um, it's, it's, it, it's challenging. And it was in Southern California, pouring rain. So, you know, you're not just worried about your kids and the normal uh, New Year's Eve, do they go out? Are they, where are they, et cetera. But even going to like, I have one of my daughters went to hang out with friends. It was like 30 minutes away, but it took me like 45 because of the rain. So I spent two, two and a half hours in a car taking my daughter to and fro. And then my other daughter was at a party, but then left the party at like 10 o'clock and then was like in bed. That that part was great. But again, like, and I'm not really a worry wart, but man, that's a, that's a, a hard night. But uh, we were rewarded on New Year's Eve with some incredible college football. And there's just, there's so many different elements to this past weekend. And I, I didn't work for the last three days of last week. So um, hi guys, happy new year to you, Jason Stewart and uh, John Ramos. So I don't, I don't even really know if there's one 
topic I could start on, which gets us to the five things that should be talked about, memorable, worthy of discussion over the weekend. It's time for the list of the day. I'm on the list. Oh, snap. Why didn't you say so? Yeah, so um, let's get to the five things I, I can't just do from yesterday. Normally, on a Monday, it's all NFL. And the NFL yesterday was big. Now, keep in mind, uh, while we're doing this podcast, college football is being played. LSU, Stompin', Purdue. Um, I'm, I'm guessing, though it's not final as of right now, USC is going to stomp Tulane, although Tulane putting up a hell of a fight. There's a lot of things I want to get to. But normally we don't talk about college football, but Saturday night was so good that that has to be on the list, which brings us to number five. Number five. Number five is the college football playoff semifinals. Obviously, I'm a Big 12 alum. I think Big 12 football is great. It's fun. I don't believe that uh, the overall talent or the top-end talent, especially on the lines, is at the level of the SEC. But the Big 12 had not won a college football playoff game up until Saturday night. And they needed Michigan to bizarre clock management, fumble the ball at the one-foot line. Um, I don't know, apparently, not just what a catch is, but what a touchdown is. They needed some things to go their way, but Max Duggan was pretty awesome. And they found a way to win the game and advance to a national championship game, the first in the history of the Big 12. And by the way, this is very possibly the last time the Big 12 will have Oklahoma and Texas. And we were told that it was a it becomes a secondary league. And so obviously this helps their argument of, hey, no, we're not a secondary league. Number four. Well, I didn't know I was done with number five, Ramos. I mean, there's, Sorry. there's another. Well, you came to a stop, so I thought I maybe you. was a you're... pregnant pause. Okay, my there bad. There's another game. There. Okay, go for it. No, it's Sorry. okay. I will go. I will. I, you know what? Thanks. I appreciate it. I will go for it. <laughs> then you have Georgia and Ohio State, and I'm kind of torn on this one. Kind of torn on this one. Like, I don't think it's the biggest choke job ever. Um, I don't. But I also will be honest with you and tell you that. I've talked to a bunch of football people. I've talked to a bunch of Big Ten football people, and they've all said, like, yikes, what a shank on that last kick. So the Atlanta Falcons tweeting out, here's how you kick a game-winning field goal in Atlanta, because it's the same site as the, I guess we call it the Peach Bowl now, it's the national semifinal. Like, I'm not really bothered by it. Like, we do this thing where we're like, we want them to be employees and be professionals. Like, all right, fine. You know what happens when you're a professional is when you fuck up, now people are a lot more upset. You're no longer, oh, he's a college kid. Like, you can't, we, we want it both ways for college athletes. We want them to be paid, to be compensated, to be treated like they are professional athletes. And yet professional athletes, you miss a kick and everybody goes, you fucking suck. Get out of here. Which is it? Which do you, explain to me which you want. Somebody's going to have to explain to me what you want. Because the, the having it both ways is one of the more infuriating things of how, how, how do we cover it? Because the reality is, like, I could sit here and go, like, well, you know, it's a college kid, college kicker. That's what college kickers do. But it wasn't, it wasn't like it was a close miss. On the other hand, it wasn't all on him. Ohio State, on an incredible scramble, you know, gets to where it's a 50-yard field goal. And then what were they doing? Like, go try and score. What are you settling for a 50-yard field goal or something in the 40s? 
you know, there's a pretty obvious difference in terms of the percentages. By the way, while we're, while we're recording this, Caleb Williams uh, threw an interception, and the very next play, Tulane, on a slant pattern, goes to the house, and it's 14-all SC Tulane. And even though I have friends that coach at SC, I want Tulane to win this game so badly, it's crazy. I d- desperately want them to win. Not just because they, you know, they had to, uh, they had to, uh, live on uh, Uber Eats and peanut butter and jelly sandwiches after Hurricane Ida, and because they're a what are they American Athletic Conference schools that what league they're in I, I I can't even remember, um, but because SC is so stinking arrogant, like the most arrogant fan base there. Pro- I don't know it probably is. So n- number five is we had two incredible college football playoffs. Uh, Michigan, despite so many of their errors and flaws, still had a very good opportunity to win the game. I do think that Har- I, I, I wonder about Harbaugh's management of the clock late, and I have a kind of idea of what he was thinking, but I don't really know what he was thinking. On the other hand, I just it's good for college football to have some new blood, to have some different conferences, different places, and the state of Texas, even though TCU is not a huge school in the state of Texas, have them involved. As for Georgia and Ohio State, I said it before, I thought Alabama was was as or more deserving or a better team than Ohio State. C.J. Stroud was outstanding, not as good in the fourth quarter. Stetson Bennett found a way. I mean, got a better team, so or got a great team. And, of course, Marvin Harrison Jr. gets hurt, get taken in concussion protocol, and so we don't know what that offense looks like if he's in the game late in the fourth quarter. The, the big net net takeaway is, uh, you, and you're getting lots of people going like, see, we should go to a 12-team playoff and there'd be more of these games. Like, that's the stupidest shit I've ever heard. Okay, so what about the last 10 years where we've had like one really, 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 I think it was Oklahoma, Georgia was the last one that was at that level in terms of game. There's been a bunch of stinkers. Does that hurt the argument for a college football playoff? Oh, yeah, by the way, the two teams that lost or one of the teams that lost, was undefeated, completely deserving of being there. And and in the old BCS world, Michigan would have played Georgia for a national championship. So we've obviously diminished the value of the regular season or the Big 12 championship game or whatever. But the college football playoff was a very, very good watch for the seven and a half hours that it was on TV on Saturday night. And uh, we'll see what we have on the ninth. Number three. No, we're at number four because I I combined those two. Edit. Edit, edit. Number four. We can leave even the edit, edit in there. Uh, Number four. Well, let's get to some of the the stuff from the National Football League. Let's start with the Packers. This is the team that I was trying to sell you on earlier in the season. Right. This is the team that I was trying to sell you on earlier. Like it all made sense to me. It just took a while. You know, they weren't healthy on either side of the ball. Getting Bakhtiari back changes their offensive their offensive lines finally healthy. Uh Romeo Dobbs getting healthy gives them another weapon. The rookie wide receivers kind of coming of age. You got two really good running backs. Like that's and then the defense has been better. That's a good football team. And of course. You, you you fear the idea of the Niners because the Niners seem to own the Packers and running the football. On the other hand, like the Niners have Brock Purdy at quarterback. 
who is good, but there's still some signs there that he's just a rookie and there's a reason that he went undrafted. And if you want to buy into the Philadelphia Eagles, you can. And they're better with Jalen Hurts at quarterback. But uh, I, I I like this Green Bay team. I think if they can win on Sunday, and that game was moved to Sunday night, there's no reason to not believe that if they remain healthy, they can't make a run and get to the Super Bowl. I truly believe that. The Packers are finally where I thought they would be. I just don't know if it's not too late because the Lions come in smoking hot after a 41-10 win over the Bears. Number three. Number three. Hey, maybe we now understand why why Jared Stidham uh, was the apple of the eye of Josh McDaniels going back to his Patriot days and why he so easily walked away from Derek Carr. I know it's just one game. I don't want to freak out. It's really interesting. Have you guys ever thought of this? We're told and we're smart to not freak out when a guy plays really, really well in one game, right? Like, hey, don't worry. Wait till somebody gets a book on him. We'll see. Like, let's not. He's a backup quarterback. Nobody knew what what they liked to run. That's fair. Carson Wentz throws three picks. Looked horrible. Um, people aren't waiting more than. And I know we have previous data, but I can think of several other Nick Foles who I I hope he's going to be okay. That was a scary scene. But the the point is that we're only told not to freak out when somebody plays well not when they play poorly. That said, Jared Sidham played very well. They didn't win, and I think it's interesting. The more I look at it, I'm like, is it really the worst thing that the Raiders didn't win that game? Probably not when you're trying to get a better draft spot. I'm not saying they're trying to lose games, but it doesn't that something has to explain how they lose all these leads in games in which you assume they should win. Number two. Thomas Edward Patrick Brady, right? And I'll grant you, the Carolina Panthers aren't a good football team. And you're like, no, no, wait a second. Like, no, when you're 6-10, and 10, your coach is fired, and they got rid of some of the top talents on the team, they're not a good team. While we process that, we also can say that Tom Brady was awesome yesterday. And that while he's... Not Tom Brady of five years ago or 10 years ago. None of us are. It wasn't just that he threw for 432, three touchdowns, no interceptions with a 127.3 quarterback rating. No, no, no. It's not just that. It's that he threw some deep balls that looked beautiful. He looked like he had complete command and control. And I feel like it's Tom Brady's signal to the rest of the league. Like, hey, hey. Um. I'm going to be playing somewhere else next year. I'm not shutting this thing down. Number one. Number one is simple. Um, I vote that all Christmases and New Year's shall be celebrated on the weekend. It just works for us. So I understand calendar-wise, we already got it set up for the next whatever years, right? With the exception of leap year, we know that you know, um, if New Year's is on a Sunday, then it's on a Monday next year, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But can we just be honest? The same reason that football works for our viewing pleasure, because it's mostly on the weekends, is the same reason holidays work on said weekends. Um, there's way less time off. 
you know, I, I, I know that like the bowl bowls have kind of died, not kind of, they are, they've died. Right? There's very few that anybody gives any sorts of shits about. So it works to have the college football semifinal on a Saturday and the NFL on a Sunday. So can we find a way collectively as people? We're like all you're all you're smart enough to find my show. You're smart enough to find this pod. We're smart enough to work together on this. Can we find a way to make all New Year's, all Christmases on Saturdays and Sundays? Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, let's get to uh, the boys who went to the Chargers-Rams game. And um, they're getting along quite nicely, despite the fact that the Rams now have more losses than any Super Bowl-winning team, defending Super Bowl champion team. The battle for L.A., at least for one game, was won by the Chargers. And uh, Ramos, you got a chance to experience SoFi. How was it? It was beautiful. Loved every minute of it. And... um yeah, we had a great time, Lucas and I, along with Jason, his son Jacob, and uh, it was great. I appreciate it. I, I heard, I heard Lucas. Uh, there's a 
he was carbo loading, right? <laughs> that he just loved the pasta there. It was so funny because when we got there, I'm like, you know, there was a nice layout of food. And I said, Lucas, do you want anything to eat? And he goes, no, dad, I'm good. So I go, okay. So I, I went and got a hot dog and, and some other stuff, came back. And I actually got some pasta. And I said, oh, do you want a bite of the pasta? He goes, sure, dad. So he took a little bite. The next day I knew he ate the whole pasta. And then he went back for two more. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I guess you like the pasta. So... Yeah, it was really good. They did a great job. Very, very well high, uh, I don't know. It was just it was just done. The place first is class. beautiful. It's first, first class. class. There you go. First class I'm place. Sorry. Looking it's, for yeah. it's an and now I should point out that uh and the Chargers were the home team yesterday. They were, yes. A, and so because I was looking for Rams gear and there was none to be found. So really? Yeah. That's interesting that they, yeah. they it was all the shops were all chargers, which again, I I told Lucas. Hey, when the Chargers go to the playoffs, I root for the Chargers. They're they're LA team and they're in the AFC. Totally into the Chargers if the, when they go to the playoffs, rooting for them. So, well, they are going to the playoffs. Yes, is, and and as of now, because the Ravens uh, lost last night, they're the fifth seed, which would give them a rematch against the Jaguars, who would host a home playoff game. Um, and the Jaguars are a team that dominated the Chargers earlier this season. Granted, they weren't healthy. But that still doesn't matter. They, I mean, the Jaguars kicked their ass earlier this year. So that's going to be a challenge. But it's like, okay, if you avoided the Jaguars, you're going to play the Bengals, the Bills, or the Chiefs on the road. I think we'll pick the, the Jags. Thank you very much. Anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, John hid the lead um, about the, the food. So, you know, you got us tickets. And I did not when – I, when I ask for comps, I, my expectations – are low. I don't ask for too much. Just get me in the game. And that's all my son Jacob wants. But not only did you get us into the game, Doug, but you got us parking, which is significant. You got us uh, the VIP section, which is like how the other half live. And the reason why Lucas was able to go back multiple times and his dad let him, right. the food was free. Right, yeah. Free food. I thought, it, I didn't mention that? Nope, didn't oh. mention that little part. <laughs> no. I don't so, want to... You know, put too much out there with that type of stuff. But so. but I can't thank you enough for the setup. I can't thank the Chargers enough. I mean, uh, we just we don't experience games like that, and it was it was such a pleasure. And the Chargers winning for me was just icing on the cake. My son, it was through the moon that they won, and uh, it was just a great experience. Doug, yeah, I, I do want to say one thing though. Yeah. I I did try to go a little bit one step beyond. I tried to take it one more step, and I told Jason I'm going to go see if I can go say hi to Matt Money Smith, and. Justin Frostberg, who are and Steve DeSager, who all work in the iHeart family, are and are part of the Chargers broadcast. I don't know Jeremiah as well as you do, so I didn't use his name. And I, um, I texted Justin. He said, "Come on up, let's see if you can get in." I went up to the seventh level to see. They would not let me through, even though I told him I knew all those people. And so, unfortunately, I wasn't able to do that. But I, but I did hear Isaac Lohenkron on the uh, elevator. On the way up to to listen, he was doing the Chargers pregame show. So, uh, okay. <laughs> I think the message there was, Doug. Next time you do this, yeah. include press passes. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I probably should have. Could I have? I, I mean, I really didn't get. To, I didn't get to give a pregame speech. Sorry, you know, I, that wasn't a knock on I, you. I, 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 didn't just... get, I didn't get to give a pregame speech, and really, I was I was disturbed that they didn't uh, put me on the jumbotron, <laughs> which is it. It, it is. Like it's, it's, I don't know. I don't know what a, what a six, $5 billion stadium is, but like how much money well spent, but you're like, 
yeah, well, this feels like $5 billion, doesn't it? Like it's, oh yeah. They literally thought of like everything. Like, well, did they have it? Yeah, they got that. What about that? Yeah, they got that too. The, the weird part is, did you, did you now, how did you dress, John? Um, I had a collared shirt on. I, I don't care about that. Did you wear a sweatshirt or a jacket? Or you know you, what? Did you just have a shirt on? No, I wore a, a what, what would this be, Jason? Hoodie? Yeah, like a hoodie. It's called a hoodie. A yeah. zip-up hoodie? Uh-huh. Zip-up hoodie? Suzanne wanted me to wear something more classy, and I thought that it was a little bit too, it was like I was going to a, like a New Year's Eve party. Why would you have to wear something, you're going to a football game? That's what I told her. I said, I think this is fine. She goes, okay. So, I think I, she you know. I love when women try and dress guys <laughs> for, guy, for guy shit. It's like, you know, like I'm not going to a, I'm not going to a, um, uh, what do they call it? like a, a, a wedding shower or a baby shower? I'm not going to church. I'm going to a football game. I thought the college shirt was probably the 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 part that, cla- you classed it up. Yes, there. I yeah, thought by wearing the college, the college shirt. shirt. Yeah. Yes, that yeah, was respect. A little respect for being in that I, area. I, I just meant that it was really cold yesterday. It by by LA standards, it was cold. It it it, it rained a bunch. It's going to rain the rest of the week. And uh, but yesterday it was. If you just did like uh, blimp shots, like the Goodyear blimp, you're like, oh, wow, it looks beautiful. But um, super windy, probably in the low 50s, very, very cool. And SoFi, though it has a roof, is not technically, it's not an indoor facility. That's correct. Right? And it's, there's a little bit of a wind tunnel effect there where it's it's cold. And oh, yeah, by the way, $5 billion, there's no AC and there's no heaters. Which so, which I like, by the way. I. I just I just realized this yesterday that that's what January football is supposed to be. You're supposed to be a little uncomfortable if you go to a game. I don't want that dome uh, heating. Very sterile. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, there was a conversation before uh, with my my son and me, and we're like, should we even put our hoodies on under our jerseys? And we almost didn't. And I'm glad we did. Yeah, definitely. Because it's it, also it a strong look for a football game too. Yeah. 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 That's, that's a very guy look for a football game. Right, because it makes you look puffier than you normally are. Yeah, right? I look swole, man. But like, but like, who cares? Like, again, you're going to a football game. Who cares? So, uh, what was the breakdown? Uh, first, how full was it? It was. It looked packed to me. It was uh, like, it, it yeah. looked, on TV, it looked full. It um, was. What was the breakdown of Rams to Chargers? And I asked Jason this exact question during the game. I think I I told John. I said uh, we'll find out after big plays from each side, and there were in that first half, especially because it was close couple of big plays to Van Jefferson down the field and it was there was a good amount of applause but I think it was more of a Charger crowd I agree I've been to Charger games obviously dating back to when they were uh at the yeah. Home Depot Center slash Subhub whatever you want to call that yeah. and I typically am underwhelmed by the Charger fan presence but I think that we outnumbered the Rams yesterday it's it's growing it's it's kind of a growing thing I mean I think Herbert is uh Herbert's a dude and and I think people recognize that they're pretty good. And now that they're winning and in the playoffs and, you know, if they can win another playoff game um, like they did a couple years ago. I think it'll go, uh, it'll go, it'll go a long way, but I'm, I'm glad you guys had a great time. Nothing brings me. It's interesting. Nothing. Jason, you did it. It's, it, it it's a fascinating thing. It's one of those deals where, um, yeah, you, you call in a favor or whatever. And, you really want my my thing is when I call in a favor, like when I say take care of somebody, please take care of them, you know. And those guys, Carson and those guys in marketing do an amazing job, and I truly appreciate it. 
and they they go way above and beyond what some people do when they just kind of leave you some tickets and leave you your own devices. Um, but that's honestly that it, like that kind of thing brings me great joy because what well, like John experienced like Jason, you've done you've done that before, right? You've been in that position before. That's the thing, right? I mean, at, at previous places I've worked, especially uh, with the Jim Rome show, like there, whenever we would go to something. If it wasn't done any, anything short of first class, uh, somebody would have, have given them a lot of shit for doing it. So it's like I've experienced first class. I've experienced the coolest things that sports has to offer. So I'm kind of almost jaded to that stuff. But it was just kind of cool to see John experience that. You know, I think that was his son's first football game, and he got like the yes. problem with that is that Lucas is going to expect that <laughs> <Yes>. the next time. <laughs> that, that, Dad, that, where's the free food at? I'm like, oh, not today, son. No, that's. I mean, that's honestly the, the that's that's the only issue. That's like literally the only issue. And I have this with with Hayes, who's now been to, he's been to a Final Four. Like I didn't take him to the Super Bowl last year for that that specific reason. It was like, well, a couple things. Like one, I wasn't, I just didn't want to do it. Like the Super Bowl's crazy expensive. And the, yes, I could get tickets, but I, I, I just didn't want to do it. I didn't want to go like, all right, you've been to a, he's been to a World Series. He's been to a Final Four. Um, and, you know, he's been to several NFL games. We sat courtside for, for the NBA. Um, and it's like, you know, you don't want them to get to the place where I am, <laughs> frankly, which is I just I've sat in the fourth deck at Yankee Stadium with a buddy of his. And I was like, I'm never fucking doing this shit again. It's just no thanks. It's not, you know, I've done this. I've been in sports business for 20 years, sports media business for 20 years. And yeah, if you want to call it snobbery, fine. I'll be okay. I ain't sitting in the fourth deck. I don't give a shit if it's free. No thanks. Um, you know, maybe the one thing would be if it was a, like my favorite team in the biggest game and it was the only thing, maybe, but probably not. But yes, that's the only downside to it. Literally the only downside. It's like I've told you, uh, I've told you personally, and I've said on this podcast that I've gotten to the point in my career where when somebody offers me tickets to somewhere, I, I immediately think of the inconvenience. Yes. It's like, hey man, I want to go to the concert tonight. I think of traffic, I think of parking, I think of expense, and like you and the Chargers eliminated almost all that inconvenience. You know, in in when when we talk about free parking. I had connected with John on Saturday being like, we probably have one parking pass. Why don't we like dump a car and then enter the stadium together? No, no, no. The Chargers set us up with both parking passes. So we could just arrive to the game on our own. It was just, uh, again, it was amazing. And thank you. You are, you are incredibly welcome. You guys work really hard. And if that, if that's the, the least I can do for all your hard work. Now let's point out people who aren't, we aren't as thankful for because they're annoying. <laughs> And now, it's your annoying. Who you got for me, Jay Stu? All right, so uh, late Friday, during this show, the Texas game was going on, but then this video started to make the rounds, and I just couldn't believe it. Uh, Steve Sarkeesian? Uh, Sarkeesian. Yeah. Sark. Uh, Head coach at Texas. He's been around. Um he was what being held back before the uh, Longhorns could enter the field. I guess it was an ESPN employee, and for those who didn't see it, it you could read his lips very easily. Sark is getting worked up that this guy's got his hands on him, 
And Sarkeesian says, and you can see it clearly, don't fucking touch me again, motherfucker. Get your fucking hands off of me. And he's shouting this in the ear of the ESPN employee that's just probably trying to do his job like, wait for my countdown. Uh, That was annoying. And I don't even know what to make of that. I don't know. Anyways. That was annoying. Uh, it, It was... It was one of those, and then, you know, people are doing the juxtaposition of everybody thinks Harbaugh is a lunatic, and then there's the video of the Harbaugh in the exact same position, and a guy puts his hands on him, he's like, yeah, no, no problem, right? Because he's a normal, sane human being. Um, Pressure makes us do a lot of weird things, you know, pressure, stress, um, and, but I I hate that shit from, from college coaches. I I just, I don't like that from, I don't like when fans say we, and I don't like when guys that aren't playing act like they're, they're playing. Like, you're not going out there to hit somebody, you know? And oh yeah, by the way, you need to be, you know, like that doesn't show like toughness to your team. So, and I like, and, and my interactions with Sark have all been good. That was a really, really, really bad look. Really, really bad look. Uh, so you saw Jair Alexander after, uh, calling Justin Jefferson's first game against him early in the year, a fluke last week. Uh, Jair Alexander was in the locker room yesterday after the Packers win. And he said this until Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless, they need to watch what they say when they talk about me. You feel me? That's what they need to watch what they put out. Talking about he a good corner, great corner. So them calling him a good corner wasn't good enough. He is a great corner. He had a great day. But the most annoying part about that soundbite, obviously this is an audio uh, platform, but Jair was wearing one of those uh, new big hats. Um, oh, yeah. And I keep, I, keep, um, I keep waiting for people to say that it's ironic that they wear these things, that, that it's some kind of a joke that they're in on that we're not. People that wear big hats, I'm, I, I, I can't say this enough. You look fucking ridiculous. And where's the joke? When, or when is the punchline with these big hats, Doug? I thought it was funny the first time I saw it was uh, Robinson, the, the guy yeah, that got shot yeah. for the Washington Commanders. Like, I thought it was was funny. And I, I think it, the first couple of times I saw it, I was like, oh, that, that is funny. And then you're like, this is dumb. I can't take you. My, my thing is, like, I can't take you seriously. By the way, also, Jair Alexander, like, what do you actually complain about? Good corner, great corner. Like, I mean, what what are we fucking talking about here? Like what is that really the the point you want is that is that the hill you want to die on? You know? Don't get me wrong, there's plenty of things that Skip and Shannon say that you could have them you can have them change and feel better about. Completely understand that. But that ain't one of them. Um so uh, I think there's two annoying parts in that. The big hat thing is like we get it. First of all, here's the deal. Would any of those guys actually buy a big hat? No. So wearing it at first, you're like, okay, kind of funny. He was helping his boy out who was doing it, right? And then you see it on TV and somebody else wears it or a coach wears it. It's like, okay, that's funny. And then you're like, okay, but the idea is, would you ever actually buy that? It was, it was, do you remember when Derek Jeter used to do, uh, no, Tiger would do those Buick commercials? Yeah. And you're like, no disrespect to Buick. Those SUVs that they made, I don't know if they still, still even make them. They weren't bad back in the day. But there's no fucking way Tiger Woods is going like, you know, if I have, a, if I have my advice, I'm going to go buy a Buick. Like, it doesn't even make any sense. You know? Um, so, yeah, big head guy's annoying. What else? Um, so, this has been a repeat uh, entry. The Vikings all season I've been annoyed with because they've been so fucking unpredictable. 
and they're the the team you have no idea which which team is going to show up every week. There was a stat that came out yesterday after they lost to the Packers that they have now netted a minus 19 points on the season. They have 19 fewer points than their opponents have scored all season. And they're, uh, I don't know, three or four losses in. So it's like uh, yesterday was just kind of confirmed what I've said all along. This is an annoying team. You can't predict them. Is anybody going to bet on this team in the playoffs? You have no idea who's going to arrive. Vikings are annoying. Um, I agree. I mean, I, I tweeted out the Vikings. I put a Millie Vanilli. I saw that uh, meme. Out. Did, like, there were pe- there was a couple people who didn't get it. How obvious is that one? Right, Millie Vanilli were phonies. The Vikings are phonies. That's really what it kind of comes down to. You know, like Kirk Cousins is good to a point. Dome team on the road in the cold. What do you think was going to happen? Um, they got mollywumped and. I, I, I love the fact that they've had those, what is it, 10 comebacks? Like a ridiculous 10 comebacks. But at some point, you get, you know, like you're going to get down big like that. You got no shot of, of coming back. They have talent. They got some dudes, especially Justin Jefferson, who I think is awesome. Obviously, he got locked up. You locked up yesterday. It can happen. Uh, but, but by and large, by and large, uh, they, are, they were exposed by the Packers. Anyone else? That's what I got. Steve Sarkeesian, he wins. That's incredibly annoying. It just it just makes the whole sport look douchey, doesn't it? Just makes all of these coaches because most of them aren't like that. Most of them are really good dudes, and and I even think Sark is normally a good dude. And I have no idea the context of all the things going on, but God, that looks awful. Steve Sarkeesian, you're annoying. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Let's get to what the Fox said. And now. <laughs> what does the Fox say? Colin Coward had this to say about Brock Purdy yesterday. This is how football works. Everybody's great with a lead in a run game. Yesterday they fell behind. He had to get in a shootout. He had sometimes good protection. Sometimes he didn't. And you saw the things that they're raving about in San Francisco. He's more accurate than Trey Lance. He's more athletic than Jimmy Garoppolo, and they've surrounded him with a ton of good players. And this is, again, you say, well, he's a seventh-round pick. Never forget this. Kurt Warner, all-time great, undrafted. Tony Romo, all-time very good, undrafted. Seventh round, six-round Brady. There's a lot of talent. There's more good quarterbacks than ever before. Because of the seven-on-seven camp. So generationally, the guys coming into the league now, more starts, more experience, more refined quarterback coaches in high school. Brock Purdy is good. They needed him yesterday. Now, Mahomes has to bail out the Chiefs all the time. Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, we get that. We were kind of sitting around going, what if, what if Brock Purdy has to bail him out? He did, and he did. Um. Yeah, I mean the the pick was a badly underthrown ball, and I like Brock Purdy, um, but you're gonna have to let me know when, let like wake me up in the playoffs. That's that's really what I'm. I mean the, the it's such a an incredible talent mismatch in terms of the Raiders versus the Niners, and yet the Niners it was a tough slog for them, and remember. The the defense of the Raiders is not exactly their strength. It's not like anybody's going like, man, the Raiders defense. Um, so I thought he was good. Do I think that he's the dude long term? Nothing he's done has shown that to me just yet, and we still haven't seen him enough. But we'll have plenty of opportunities because the Niners, that team's going to play out. You would think at least two playoff games, and we can make a better determination on how good he is after that. Um, Dan Patrick had this to say about Ohio State's loss and TCU's win on Saturday. If they had made the field goal, then it would have been one of the great moments in college football history. But he didn't even come close. But I did think Ohio State was better than Georgia. And Kirby Smart even acknowledged that after the game, that they were probably better than us. And then Michigan and TCU, you kept watching, waiting for Michigan to be Michigan. But then you didn't realize right in front of you, TCU is is a better team. They were a better team, certainly that day. Michigan, Michigan, you know, when you're not doing anything in the second half, uh, and TCU answered everything. 
that, that you could ask for. Now, this is what I always worry, that when you have a story like TCU, you have a story like Cincinnati last year where you go, oh, God, just don't get blown out. Because I still like the opportunity for these schools where you're not even sure where TCU is. You know, somewhere in Texas. Don't even know how big the campus is. How many students? What's TCU? St- I mean, all these things, all the questions I was getting while watching the game. It's so funny. My son asked me the exact same question. He's like, Dad, where is TCU's in Texas, right? Yes. Where? Fort Worth. Where's Fort Worth? Well, it's the sister city of Dallas. Oh, okay. What's TCU stand for? Texas, what do you say? Texas uh, College University? I was like, no, Texas Christian University. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah, I mean, like, look, the TCU thing's kind of amazing. And when you're going to try and pull off an upset, you got to start fast, and they did. And they were obviously helped out by a litany of Michigan mistakes. Um, but it was a super competitive game, and... You know, TCU just kind of found a way. I do think Ohio State, I mean, part of Ohio State being better than Georgia was, you know, Marvin Harrison Jr. who got hurt. They, they got a ton, a, a metric ton of talent. Uh, I, I just, they were two very competitive games. Michigan was probably better than TCU, but TCU is just a team that finds a way. And I would agree about Ohio State, but that's kind of been the MO of Ohio State this year is, is yeah, they have more talent, but they don't actually always play better. You can always play better. Uh, Craig Carton said this about the Eagles losing their second straight game yesterday. You went from a guaranteed <laughs> lock, number one seed, first round by MVP of the league to you might be the five seed. <laughs> how excited are you? Just on a scale from one to ten, how excited are you? I'm not even a Giants fan. <laughs> I'm not. But uh, just, you know, watching Philadelphia now crying, oh, Gardner Minshew's not the answer. Oh, we miss Lane Johnson. Oh. <laughs> They're going to get knocked out the first round, aren't they? <laughs> Honestly, is there anything better, better in life? What a great start to 2023. Ah, <laughs> oh, Philly's watching the entire thing collapse, and that's awesome. You know, you know the, the interesting thing about Philadelphia is now, you know, they got to play and win against the Giants who have nothing to play for, right? Do they play Jalen Hurts next week? Um, I would say, yeah, you play him early in the game and try and get a lead and then be willing to pull him, you know, so you secure home field. Because one of the strengths of the Eagles moving forward would be if they have that bye week, people can't prepare for them, but they can prepare for whoever that they play. You know, look, I, I, I don't think the Eagles are as dominant as their record previously would tell you, and I've never believed that Jalen Hurts is an elite quarterback. I do believe he's earned the right to be the starter going forward to next season. I think anybody would argue with that, but he's played in an elite level, and it's pretty hard to argue against any of that, regardless of how soft their schedule was up until now. Like part of it is, like previously they were playing crummy teams. When you played Dallas previously, Dallas didn't have their quarterback. They're going to be different. They lose to Dallas. They, you know, they don't have Jalen Hurts. They, they lose to Dallas. So, um, I still think the Eagles are fine. They're still super talented. Although losing uh, was it Demontis Stitt, 
who got hurt yesterday and got taken to the, those, the injuries they sustained, not named Jalen Hurts because I'm sure he'll be back and he'll be fine, are the only troubling part to me about the Eagles. That's what the Fox said. What does the Fox say? Uh, let's get to our pick of the day. Uh, pick of the day here on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Um, let, let's, um, tonight's game is the Buffalo Bills are a, a two-and-a-half-point favorite on the road at Cincinnati. The over-under is 50-and-a-half. Uh, and by the way, weather not really a factor. It's supposed to be 50 degrees at kickoff with no precipitation in the forecast. Obviously, the Bengals are red hot. And the Bills have played mostly good football, although there's been some uneven performances. Um, this one, for me, me strikes me as uh, this is a Bengals game. I take the Bengals on the money line as home dogs. It doesn't mean that the Bills aren't better empirically than the Bengals, but the Bengals playing at home on Monday Night Football with Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase I think the I think uh, the Bengals win, and I think it it puts next week very much into question for the Bills as they have New England coming in. They're a game behind the Kansas City Chiefs, and they're still trying to get home field advantage throughout. All right, thanks so much for listening. Uh, remember the All Ball podcasts are up; they're great. I mean, really good feedback. Got these uh, two part series of Joe Golden that's amazing. You can find those ones All Ball with Doug Gottlieb. In the meantime, thanks for listening. Check out the radio show tomorrow. I'm Doug Gottlieb. This is in the bonus. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.